0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host, and welcome to the podcast. So on today's podcast, we're going to look at another change to the 2020 National Electrical Code, Uh, and this one has to do with grounding and bonding. So a lot of people love the grounding and bonding stuff, so this is a change that's coming your way. Uh, And if I had to give you, let's say, an executive summary, the executive summary was that if we were talking about grinding electrode conductor connections and we're talking about concrete case electrodes, we're going to talk about the stub up that allows you to make the connection to the the electrode, which is not the stub up. It's actually what's in the the foundation or footing. Uh, And so the part that's down there, the 20 feet of half inch rebar or whatnot, that's what we're talking about. So we're going to talk rebar today. Uh, And prior to the 2020 code, it, it kind of implied that you could actually use the connection, the stub up, or the actual uh, concrete cased electrode, the rebar, as a conductor to interconnect other electrodes with bonding jumpers and whatnot. And so in the 2020 code, it literally now removes that, okay? And says, you know what? We don't know what the conductive amount is to treat a half-inch rebar as a, quote, conductor. So we're going to remove that. So that's what we're going to look at today. And it was done in two places. So we'll cover the one, and we'll just kind of reference the other. Uh, That way we know we we cover all of them. So what are we talking about? Okay, so we're in 250.68, and we're talking about grounding electrode conductors and bonding jumper connections to the grounding electrodes. And in our case, we're going to talk about item C, which is grounding electrode conductor connections, okay? So I'm going to read you the charging statement. Of course, we have three options for connections, okay, uh, that allow us to make this connection uh, where we could interconnect. And we got some rules that we have to follow. Now, the first one, it says, let me read you the charging statement. And again, those that are following along, this is 250.68, and we're in C, where the significance of the change was. Actually, C3 was a significant change. But this is where we're at. Uh, and it says, I'm going to read you the charging statement. It says, grounding electro-conductor connections, grounding electroconductors conductors and bonding jumpers shall be permitted to be connected at the following locations and used to extend the connection to an electrode. Okay, so that's the premise. So the very first one that we're all familiar with is the interior metal water piping. Five-foot point of entry. Of course, we're not going to look at the exception the exception allows you in an industrial, commercial, or institutional building where the conditions of maintenance and supervision allows you to go further than five feet, and you got to meet all those rules. That is saved saved many a person's butt, but you got to make sure you're dealing in that type of environment, and it's all kinds of requirements there uh, for you to be able to, to to verify that. Okay, we're not talking about that. So five foot of point of entry, I, and it's a metal water pipe qualifies. If, if it qualifies in order to be such then five-foot point of entry, that's where I can make those interconnections. Right there, okay? All right. So that's where I can extend the connection to an electrode, okay? Um, all right. So the next one was dealing with, which is two fifty sixty eight C2, and that was the metal structural frame of a building, and it says it shall be permitted to be used as a conductor to interconnect electrodes that are part of the ground electrode system. Or... As a grounding electrode conductor, so it's giving that strict permission to do that. Okay, got it. We can do it. So this is a substantial metal that's in a building. Uh, it's the metal structural framing. Again, you have to make sure that everything's done properly. You have to follow all the rules in item two uh, on how to do all that. Um, you have to one make sure that the con- you know if it's connected to a concrete encased electrode that complies with 250.52A3. And the located in the support footing or foundation shall be permitted to connected by, connect the metal structural frame of a building or structure to the concrete case grounding electrode, the hold down bolts. And you get the idea. You have to follow that in order to be able to use that steel as such. Okay? You get me? All right. So then we get to the third one, which is dealing with the rebar type concrete case electrode. Now, we're not dealing with the other type of concrete case electrode, whereas... In 250.52A3, we have an option, and we could do 20 feet of copper, okay, four-gauge copper. We, we could do that, and that's one of our options in order to achieve a concrete case electrode. I mean, that's that's one of our options, okay, one or two. Or we do the rebar, uh, and we have continuous 20 feet, and it's a half-inch rebar, and they're tied together with steel tie wires, or exothermic welding, or welding, or other effective means, Uh, to create 20 feet or greater of length. Okay. Uh, Okay. So this one, we're obviously dealing with the rebar one. So we probably could have defined it a little further. We probably could have said uh, that it it meets the qualifications of 250.52 A31. And that probably would have been the best because there is an A32. Okay. But we're dealing with rebar. So we know we're dealing with 1, okay, of 250.52. Okay, so we, we kind of know where we are, all right? So this is that concrete case electrode that's made up of the rebar. And it's 20 feet continuous, uh, not continuous in one continuous run. It could be pieces tied together. It just has to be in continuous contact with the earth for 20 feet. Okay, so i say it qualifies for that. Let me read you what it says in the 2020 code so we can get a better understanding. Because what's happened is... We have new rules when it comes to the stub-up connection. We're trying to make a connection to this concrete-encased electrode. And we had the stub-up option that, that we see into the code. And that stub-up option uh, came about in, in, in previous code cycles, I believe 2014, that allowed for you to make this, this connection. Uh, and we did some, some tweaking to it in 2017, saying eh, it's okay to come up, blah, blah, blah. Um, but here in 2020, we, we we make some changes to this uh, to clarify where this connection, this rebar extension uh, has to be done and where it must be made and what other caveats. Now, again, it was kind of written into the C3 uh, before, but it was just one big long paragraph. And now it's kind of been broken into list items. OK, so let's look at it. So I'm going to read it. It says a rebar type concrete encased. Uh, Electrode, so we know which one we're talking about, installed in accordance with 250.52A3, probably should 250.52A31, should probably what really it should say, Uh, with an additional rebar section extended. Okay, so now we're trying to extend it up so we can make that connection, because typically, typically, the concrete case electrodes are down near the bottom of the footer or the footing. So, uh, with an additional rebar section extended from its location, within the concrete foundation or footing to an accessible location that is not subject to corrosion shall be permitted for connection of grounding electroconductors and bonding jumpers uh, in accordance with the following, okay? So, you're there at the rebar, you're making this extension up, and if it's of the rebar type that you're extending up, this is a location where we would make our connections, okay? Okay? But we have some caveats to do this now. Now, it's no different than it was before, except there was an additional item that's going to say you are not to use the rebar as a conductor to interconnect okay, other electrodes. Okay, It's not to be used as a conductor. Okay? And here's what it says. So let's look at the first one. The first one is was there before. Uh, it said the additional rebar section, which is what we're stubbing up, shall be continuous with the grounding electrode rebar, okay, so it's continuous with it, means that you can't do it across it, okay, it needs to be running, uh, it needs to be running uh, with it in order to make that wire-to-wire connection, kind of like you do in the rebar, you extend it out 20 feet, okay, it is all like in a straight line, yeah, they might overlap, but it means that you're going to get that surface area in contact with the corresponding uh, rebar, uh, you know, so that you're not running perpendicular to it, you're running parallel with it, and so you're making a connection to that rebar in the footer, uh footing, and it's extending up now, coming out to make this connection, okay, so that's what we mean when we say continuous, so continuous with the grounding electrode rebar, or shall be connected to the grounding electrode rebar and connected together by usual steel tie wires, exothermic welding, welding or other effective means. Okay. So we're going to tie to it or it can continue straight up to the location, however your flavor is of that. We're bringing it up to a point where we can make that connection. Okay. That's what we're trying to do with it. The next one B says the rebar extension shall not be exposed to contact with the earth without corrosion protection. Okay, so this kind of goes to the individuals who say, really, it needs to be in a dry location inside, not in a wet or damp, because that is where it could be subject to corrosion. This steel tends to, to rust and, and starts to corrode. And so they want that connection to be protected in some way. Okay, so typically you run it up into the wall and it has access from the inside of the building. And right there, you have access to that connection. Okay, And it's it's in a conditioned area or it's a space, not an issue. And that's really what they're trying to go for. Uh, they don't want it to be outside. And uh, this language, again, was the same language that we had in the 2017 code. It's just now being put in a list item. So that's not your, that's not your massive change here. Um, we had the clarification in the 2017 code on how we wanted to make this connection. And we want it to be protected from corrosive environment. We get it. But now it goes on to the third one, and this is the C, and this is the the list item. This is the more important one. It says rebar, and this is rebar in general. Okay, rebar shall not be used as a conductor to interconnect the electrodes of grounding electrode systems. Just throwing it out there. That's a general statement saying, you know what? Yes, it's under the, the portion that talks about grounding electroconductors and the general statement talks about for, for the, the application for grounding electroconductors and bonding jumpers and whatnot. Okay, this is not, the rebar itself is not to be used as a conductor to interconnect any of the electrodes in the grounding electrode system, okay? Now, I still want to make a connection to it because it is the electrode that's being utilized Okay. But it cannot use this rebar in general as the interconnection. Okay, so how do I bolster that in my, my statement here? Because some will say, well, no, it's only talking about the rebar extension. If that was the case, then it would have said just like A, it says the additional rebar section. Here it just says rebar, general. Now, if you go back and you look at a similar change that took place in 250.53C, the last paragraph, it states... Rebar shall not be used as a conductor to interconnect the electrodes of grounding electrode systems. Period. Okay. So the concept is rebar, in many cases, we need conductors that would be a 3-0 or a copper or 250 aluminum. And we know those values. We know those circular mills. We know what kind of current they can carry. We have no idea what the actual rebar could carry granted it's in connection in the earth to dissipate lightning and things like that i get it but now we're using it as a conductor to interconnect and that didn't kind of imply in the 17 code that you could do that in the 2020 code we make it real clear nope you're not going to use that rebar as a conductor to interconnect other grounding electrodes you're not going to do it now you can do that obviously it specifically addresses that with the interior metal water pipe, as long as you don't go more than five feet from the point of entry, it specifically addresses that to the metal structural frame. If you follow all the rules with the hold down bolts and, and the connection to the concrete case electrodes, and, and, and the, the concrete case electrode complies with 250.52A3. Okay, I've got some rules that allow me to use that metal frame as a conductor, but in this case right here, it's specifically telling you. That now, I probably wouldn't have put this in this list, I probably would have put it inside of three itself because the list itself, A, B, and C, is really dealing with that extension, and so C is really uh, an overall picture. And so, I probably would recommend that they move that to the actual item three as maybe the last sentence uh, or as something that's after three. Um, But at the end of the day, it's still here, it's talking general. Uh, And so if they meant for it to just be the extension, then they should have said the additional rebar section, just like they do uh, in A and B, kind of how they do it. But that's not how they do it. And because of what's bolstered in um, the 250.53C, the last paragraph in that, I mean, I say they, I'm on this panel, so obviously I was sleeping during that day. Um, uh, The concept here is that we don't really know what a half-inch rebar can carry. We, we Nobody's tested it to treat it as a conductor. Uh, incidentally, I don't know that the metal frame structure of a building has been tested for that either, but we know that it is much more substantial uh, in how it's connected. And we know that a water pipe, since we limit it to five feet, it's visually uh, an application there that we can see. And, of course, we have the exception, but we're just talking general rule here. Um, so somebody might come back and, and change this at a later date. Uh, but they're going to have to substantiate it because right now it says rebar, rebar shall not be used as a conductor to interconnect the electrodes of grounding electrode systems. So I couldn't use that stub up, for example, or the rebar as a common connection point to bring all of my uh, electrode connections to the rebar and use that as a conductor to interconnect all these grounding electrode systems, okay? Not necessarily prohibited in the 2017 code, most certainly prohibited in the 2020 code, okay? Okay. So that's your significant change right there uh, in uh, 250.68, item C, or subdivision C, um, item 3, and that clarifies the application that you are not to use the rebar as an interconnection, as a conductor for the grounding electrode systems. Hopefully you got something out of that, kind of a shorter podcast today. Uh, That was a significant change that took place in the 2020. Um, only, I guess the last thing I, I will mention is they did make a, a reference here to foundation and footing as the, access, uh, as the ex, uh, acceptable location to make this connection for the extension. Uh, that is to remind you that you can't just do it anywhere. I mean, you have to literally make the connection to what qualifies as the concrete encased electrode, okay? Many people refer to it as a, a euphrogram. Herb Euphro originally did his experiments on it. So it's it really specific, On where you make this connection. Okay? And so you just can't just willy nilly it anywhere. I have people that are telling me, well, we'll just, we'll just, we'll require them to chip it away and make a connection. And they don't know that they're actually making it to the portion that qualifies as the concrete case electrode. Now, they may or may not. I'm not either here nor there, but I'm just saying it is very specific in the 2020 that that extension to be made to a location in the concrete encased electrode at the foundation or footer okay, application. So it has to be part of the grounding electrode system that is the concrete encased electrode itself. It has to be part of that electrode connection, not just anywhere, to any available rebar you might find. okay and there could be a strenuous or whatever rebar is in there and that doesn't mean that they're part of the system so that just kind of qualifies it and makes you clear that it's foundation or footing if you have a concrete case electrode that's where you make the connection uh and that's going to extend it up to the point where you make that connection in a non-corrosive environment unless you have corrosion protection on that connection uh, wherever it may be, generally it's going to be inside the building, uh, and so it's not subject to those uh, atmospheric conditions or whatnot. Okay? All right, that's enough of that one. I beat it absolutely to death. Um, if you have any other questions on this, please feel free to email me at any time at info, INFO, at electricalcodeacademy.com or info at master the NEC. I'll be more than happy to explain in more detail. If you have other podcasts that you want to hear, some other changes you want my opinion on, I'm more than happy to bring those opinions to you. Everybody knows I am uh, overtly opinionated. Uh, So please reach out to us. We appreciate you listening. Hopefully you get something out of these podcasts. Um, They seem to be very popular. Uh, Even though I do videos, people seem to like the podcast. So till next time, folks, stay safe and God bless. Looking bright.